Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier podcast. I thought I'd continue on with the series for recent grads, and in previous episodes, we talked about what you would do if you were not employed. So you recently graduated out of university college and you didn't have a job. Um, So if you're in that situation, then take a look at one of our previous episodes. Uh, Also, we also tackled uh, if you do have a job, but not necessarily in your area of interest. Uh, Take a look at one of the previous episodes for that one. And in this episode, I wanted to tackle the folks that uh, got a job in their area of interest. And I usually put this person in the category of growth, right? So you're doing the things that you want to be doing in in your area of study, in your area of interest, and you have that job and you just want to progress. You want to get promoted. You want to move up. You want to just grow in in that. So not necessarily entitled, but also an understanding and achievement and and, uh, value. So what I encourage folks to do there is to basically take the time to grow, right? And and literally allocate some non-negotiable time. So that's half an hour, an hour, or even more in your day where you spend on growing yourself, right? Um, So I often like folks to to put in uh, half an hour in the morning just after they wake up or an hour in the morning, uh, maybe half an hour in the morning, half an hour in the evening, or some sort of combination that allows you to actually invest the time, right? And during that time, uh, you would do things like journal. So uh, in the previous one episode about uh, trying to find your purpose and what you want to do, you can include that five two two one journaling. Again, that's five minutes journaling, two minutes on, on what drained you, two minutes on what energized you, and then one minute on how can you maximize the or minimize the first, the things that drain you, and maximize the things that energize you, right? And looking to be as specific as possible, really looking for those patterns and trying to incorporate more of that into your day, right? So that's only five minutes of that half an hour, or that 60 minutes that, that's around. Well, what do you do with the rest of the time? Well, I would imagine that you should uh, incorporate some of your personal development. And personal development could be health, right? So it could be the physical health, uh, put in that exercise routine, the, the body movement, the hit the high intensity interval training or whatever it is. Uh, I, I myself, I, I just do some body weight exercises. I'll do push-ups, I'll do squats, I'll do crunches, I'll do things like that. 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day, right? And and the, the goal is to be consistent. Ideally, even every day, even weekends uh, to, to do that, right? So there's no point in necessarily taking a, a day off. If you think about taking the weekends off, that's uh, like 15, 20% of, of the week that you're potentially losing, right? So just being aware of, of your, your health. It could also be not just your, your physical health and exercise, it's your nutrition. So making choices to eat better, right? So researching recipes or uh, going to the grocery store and, and buying yourself some, some healthier snacks, that sort of thing. Increasing your, your physical health, both in the um, exercise realm and the nutrition, and maybe sleep. Maybe that's something that you need to cultivate, right? So when, when I was uh, younger in university, like, four or five, six hours of sleep was kind of normal, right? And uh, even in my working career, I I would pride myself on how little I slept. Uh, But I found that that was a detriment to me where uh, having had a good night's sleep and be able to function at peak performance is so much better, right? And and oftentimes it's that sustainability as well. So uh, look at some research on on how to get better sleep, be it a blackout liner of curtains, uh, a screen or caffeine curfew, or just cooling down your room, 
uh, that sort of thing. And, and there's all sorts of different things that you can take a look at to improve your sleep. So you might invest that time to improve on, on, on your, your physical health. The other thing you might want to do is work on your mental health, right? So there's a huge movement right now to do things like meditate, right? And, and be more mindful. So maybe you add a bit of a, a meditation regime, right? And uh, I found there's actually as many types of meditation as there are kind of exercise, right? So uh, there's uh, more kind of the transcendental ones where you use a, a word or a phrase that you repeat to yourself, just kind of a mindfulness meditation where you try to focus and label your thoughts. There's uh, Vipassana, there's uh, one that, that I actually subscribe to are more like uh, the Eco Meditation from Dawson Church or Ziva Meditation from Emily Fletcher. I like those ones because they're, they're very active meditations, right? So it's not necessarily you're just sitting there observing your thoughts, you're actually doing a lot of things, which I found a little bit better and, and helpful for me. Uh, another thing you can do is to reflect on yourself. So doing things like The Work from uh, Byron Katie, right? And a, a lot of self-inquiry to figure out all those negative thoughts, those thoughts that don't serve you. How can you help them to, to serve you in the future? How can you adjust them and, and get rid of some of those negative thoughts and embrace them uh, and then transform them into positive thoughts, ones that serve you, right? So mental wellness is such an important thing for you to take care of. So in that non-negotiable time when you, when you want to grow yourself, uh, spend it on your, your mental health. It could also be your, your financial health. So now that you're working and you have a consistent paycheck coming in or you're, you're having some side income or whatever, then what are you doing with it? <laughs> Hopefully you're saving it, uh, taking a look at putting it into a TFSA if you're in Canada or, or an RSP um, or the equivalents in, in the US are, are like the, the IRAs and the 401ks, right? So how are you putting that into investment vehicles that will help you and how are you growing it, right? Uh, generally speaking, it's gonna be one of those kind of low fee um, index funds that, that'll help you grow if you don't wanna worry so much, but you can be more, more active uh, in, in trading as well. Uh, be aware of things like Bitcoin or cryptocurrency and, and people getting to invest there. It's quite speculative at the time. So there's a lot of money to be made and also a lot of money to be lost. So just be wary uh, of that. You can also consider, well, how do you get into the real estate market or build some other sort of asset in order to help your money grow and compound over time. But the point is when you start earlier, then you have your money uh, work for you as well. So taking a look at uh, your, your mindset when it comes to money. So I, I was very challenged in my mindset where uh, when growing up, there was a bit of a scarcity mindset. So thinking about how do you cultivate an abundance mindset and knowing that the, the money is, is there one of the interesting things that I found recently is is to uh, arigato your money, right? And what that is, is arigato is a Japanese term for thank you. And what you want to do is be thankful of money going out, be thankful of money coming in. And just that simple act of gratitude for all this money uh, can, can be so game-changing, right? So maybe it's your financial health that you want to invest in. And there's so many different books and resources that you can go out to. Uh, take a look at things like like the wealthy barber uh, or uh, rich dad poor dad right lots of great uh, resources out there and so many others uh, that, that could really help you so so take that time to invest and learn and grow and pick some sort of scenarios that that, that resonate with you uh, and another area could be your relationships so whether it be your 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 parents your significant other your, your siblings your uh, cousins your close friends right how can you cultivate those relationships and if you get those basics, then you'll definitely have a, a very impactful life. And that'll carry on into your career. That'll carry on to the rest of your life. But if we get into the topic of professional development, then it's allocating some time to grow in that area, right? And I usually bucket it into a couple of areas. So the first one is in communication. 
Uh, next is in social, then in, in thinking, in your mindset, uh, execution, creativity, and, and leadership, right? So communication, that's in presentations, uh, verbally, it's in written, it's um, creating reports, it's, it's your rapport with other people as well. So uh, just because you're good at, at emails doesn't necessarily mean that you're great at presentations to uh, for business cases and presenting your ideas to your, your leadership and things like that. Those are all skills that need to be cultivated. So I encourage you to invest in things like uh, Toastmasters, right? So that's a public speaking organization that's out there to help you cultivate your ability to, to speak, right? Uh, so investing the time to do that, even taking a look at stuff like um, professional writing courses, right? How do you make yourself clear and more con concise in terms of the, the emails that you send? Uh, and even taking a look at models like the DISC model, the DISC, where uh, it puts people on um, different spectrums of being either task focus or people focus or assertive or more passive, right? And in those four boxes of quadrants, if you kind of divide it into a, a square, then people who are on different spectrums uh, communicate differently, right? And, and if you've ever been in a situation where you've explained it so many times to someone else and, and they still don't get it, right? Oftentimes it's because you're probably in an opposite communication style. So it's a matter of, of not necessarily labeling people, but just recognizing that people communicate differently. And then how do you communicate differently to be more effective in your communication, right? So pretty much every job that you'll do out there has some sort of communication. Sometimes it's more on the 80% side that you're doing it. Uh, sometimes it's more on the 20% side that you're doing it. But at some point, you will have to communicate your, your ideas out there. I was in computer science, so I thought I didn't need to communicate. I would just code and it would be awesome and fantastic. Um, but I, I had people that kind of were getting promoted ahead of me and, and moving up. And I was like, well, what's happening here? Well, it's because they were able to communicate a lot better than I was. And when you are able to embrace that uh, necessity that it is a human need to communicate and a uh, human a concept in order to be able to, to share those ideas, then it's something that can help you grow. Uh, and then that kind of leads to the second one about being social, right? So it's similar to your personal health about uh, developing your relationships, but this is more on along the lines of teamwork or conflict resolution, right? Because your, your family, you uh, you kind of have to deal with them. Your friends, you can kind of choose, but your coworkers, not necessarily, right? So there might be that colleague that you uh, don't like or doesn't like you, uh, whatever that, that case may be. And uh, using something like the DISC model or whatever to kind of understand, well, what are our differences? Why do we miscommunicate? Why don't we understand each other? And investing in your relationships. So using things like the uh, five appreciation languages to really understand how you can connect with someone, right? So you can use that in your personal relationships too. Uh, um, it comes from the five love languages from uh, Dr. Gary Chapman. So take a look at that. And, and the more that you appreciate people and the more that you love people for the way they are and, and focus on the platinum rule instead of the golden rule, uh, for those that know the golden rule, it's uh, do unto others as they would have done unto you. Um, but the platinum, platinum rule is, is, a, is a level differently where it says do unto others as they would want to have done unto themselves. So really it starts with empathy and knowing what that other person wants and then uh, doing that appropriately. Right. So developing your uh, social skills, however you, you might be, it might be reflecting on relationships, f finding these new, new models and, and oftentimes just growing. Right. To think about your interaction with your teammate today and say, OK, what did I do well and what could I have done better? And with pretty much anything, if you can use that model, then you'll uh, continue to grow and grow and grow. The other part is about thinking, right? Are you good at 
problem solving? Are you good at critical thinking, right? And it's a skill. So a lot of people are like, oh, I, I'm not logical and I can't do that. Well, it's, it's a skill. And, and you don't necessarily have to be the world's greatest, but what you want to do is be good enough so you can kind of de decipher and decompose uh, problems, right? Now, if, if that is not one of your forte, then, then you don't necessarily need to spend a ton of time on it. But if that is something, then take a look at different mental models, right? Um, there, there's things like the Edward de Bono's uh, The Six Thinking Hats or the, the Great Mental Models as well by, by, I think it was Shane Parrish. So take a look at those different ways of thinking. Uh, Annie Duke has one on how to make decisions, right? She's a, a, a poker player that, that's out there and, and she constantly has to make decisions and weigh the odds of things like that. So it's a very interesting way to, to, to look at how to uh, imagine your thinking. And related to thinking is also your, your mindset. So, so we mentioned that a little bit for your mental fitness, right? But doing that from a work context, right? So what do you think about your career, your progression, your limiting beliefs, right? Can you become the CEO of the company? Do you even want to be the CEO of a company? Those types of things. Where are you uh, going with, with your career and what's limiting you? Because oftentimes I, I would tell my clients that your problem is six inches big. The challenge is those six inches are between your ears, right? Because oftentimes it is a mental game in terms of blockages, whether it be career or personal, it is something that you want to, to cultivate. So same sort of things like meditation, mindfulness, the work, those can definitely help you with your mindset. And, and also that has to do with your, your attitude, right? Uh, do you think you can do it, right? Do you think you'll, you'll be able to learn and grow uh, if you can adopt that kind of growth mindset uh, that was popularized by uh, Dr. Carol Dweck, right? So thinking about that versus the, the fixed mindset, which means, well, I was just either born with it or not, right? But everyone can actually grow into it if they choose to, right? So making sure that you take that choice and, and grow with it. Um, another key skill set in the professional world is to get things done, to be able to execute, to be able to organize, right? So oftentimes getting uh, like a project management certification would be great, but not everybody needs to go to that level. But being able to run things and organize them, get them done, follow through, that's just a key skill. Showing up on time, right? Those are skills that if you can cultivate and build at an early age, then those compound and really help you over the years. So making sure that you are that person who is considered reliable, the go-to person to get things done. And if that's not you, well, what systems, what things, what, what help can you put into place in order to get that done? And another interesting thing about uh, professional development is creativity. Right? And a lot of people don't understand that creativity is actually a skill you can cultivate, right? So if you think about who are the, the most creative people in, in the world, well, they're kids. So you're actually born creative. Now, it's it's society and things like that that kind of beat it out of you, so to speak, right? So uh, in school, they tell you, don't do this, don't do that, sit still and, and, and stop coloring in the lines and, and don't do uh, things that you shouldn't be doing. Well, and the cultivate... Uh, the creativity gets taken out of us, right? So we need to just go back into the, the creativity gym and, and exercise. So thinking about how can you be creative, right? How can you think about how to combine different things? There's uh, a concept called info sponging, right? Uh, to basically, you can take things from different areas and say, well, what would happen if you combine them, right? Um, something that you know here very well and then combine it with something else and, and help you to, to continue to learn and grow in that regard, right? Even thinking about, well, taking a use of, let's say, a paper cup, uh, what are the multiple ways you can use it? Well, you can use it to drink, obviously. You can turn it into a hat. You can turn it in, poke a hole and turn it into a megaphone, right? Can you come up with 20 ideas for any random thing that, that's around your, your office, around your house? Uh, just taking that to creativity. And there'll be a whole bunch of useless ideas, but 
there'll be that one that that's inspiring and, and helps transform the, the world transforms your world right so understanding that creativity is a skill if you decide to cultivate it and, and grow it right think of it like a muscle where you need to exercise it to, on a regular and on a daily basis if you want it to actually grow right so all of us are creative and, and it's not necessarily in the kind of fine arts creative where it's drawing or sculpting or whatever it could be a new business model right it could be a new technology it could be new whatever Oftentimes, creativity can be a lot more than that. And uh, the last one that I put in the professional development area is leadership, right? Uh, and, and you don't need a formal title to be a leader, right? So you don't have to be the, the CEO or something. You can lead in any seat, right? And, and leading is just being able to, to create, create a vision, um, surround yourself with the right people in order to get it done, and then helping them when th there is an issue, right? So whether you are the, the newest intern on the team, well, what does the group need to do? Right. And can you uh, paint that picture of, OK, I think it would be a great idea if we did this. Right. And then the, the team might be just you. It might be just whatever resources that you can muster, uh, but then getting it done. Right. And then being that kind of beacon of, of, of hope, that, that beacon of, of possibility for people to, to follow. And then as you uh, are able to, to grow and do more things, then you can get more and more responsibility. You can get promoted and move up the ranks. Right. And, and then you may formally get the title in order for you to do that. Um, so just keep in mind that that leadership takes its uh, takes many forms, and you can take a look at uh, things like uh, uh, leadership reinvented uh, by by Hamza Khan, or you can take a look at uh, books like uh, Leaders Eat Last by by Simon Sinek. Right. So there's a lot of great books on on leadership, different types of leadership. Uh, servant leadership is is a pretty common one, uh, but there are other ones uh, going where. Um, you want to, to, to make sure that, that you pick a style that, that uh, resonates with you and hopefully uh, helps affect change for, for the folks around you, right? So those are the, the, the kind of main areas where uh, presumably you're an area that you want to uh, grow into. So you found kind of your, your purpose. And uh, it's often good to consider doing that the 5221 uh, exercise over the course of um, a couple of weeks. And, and periodically, you want to reevaluate uh, what's working for you. Uh, what I encourage folks to do, uh, especially when you're starting your career, is to write your retirement memo. And what that is, is when you're, uh, imagine that you're 65, right? And that's a typical retirement age in, in Canada, but whatever age you plan on retiring. And if you think about your career and um, imagine that it turned out pretty much exactly as you had hoped, as you had wanted, right? What happened? Right? What are those things that took place? So if you can think about uh, that, that career path, right? And you might have a couple of different flavors, right? You might ha have one continuing on your current path. What if you decide to start your own business? What if you start to do this and that or, or whatever? So figuring out how do you uh, grow in terms of the areas that you want, right? And then periodically reflect and say, okay, am I on this path? Do I want to turn it into an actual goal instead of being a dream? Right, because it's a, a dream if you just imagine it. It's a goal if you actually take action towards it. Right, so thinking about what those things are and which ones resonate for you, because it might have been a dream for you when you were twelve years old or whatever, but now it's it's not really as as interesting as as you uh, made it out to be. So just considering what those things are and going for it, because uh, there's a quote I quite like: uh, "All roads are correct if you don't know where you're going." So pick a path on, on which you want to grow. So one of the different variants for your retirement memo and then continue on that path. One of the growth areas that I found a lot more recent grads taking themselves, uh, taking a look at at least, is to develop some sort of side hustle, right? So entrepreneurship is one of those things where it has a bit of a, a following right now and, and a lot of people want to be the founder or creator or, or something. 
Um, so e essentially, what you can explore doing is uh, working from, from 9 to 5, and hopefully you're getting a lot of great uh, education, great learning, great experience from that. But you might have a, a different area where you can't get that uh, in your day job. So think about exploring a, a side hustle. And now that doesn't mean that you have to do it, uh, but I do find that it, it is an area of interest that a lot more people are exploring. So it could be just set, selling something online, right? So maybe it's uh, um, arranging to create a product and have it available on, on, on Amazon to, to have it kind of drop ship somewhere, or maybe it's a, it's a service, so something that you can do for someone and uh, other people out there, whether it be website development or some sort of consulting or advisory career coaching, <laughs> whatever it might be. Uh, take a look at it because uh, it might be one of those things where you might not want it as a full-time job, but as, as a hobby, maybe to earn some extra pocket money, that sort of thing, it might be a useful endeavor to take a look at. And then you might find a, a lot of different areas that you can explore and be curious about and bring that to, to your main job as well. And then again, it might satisfy some of those interesting things related to your uh, your retirement memo or some other uh, growth areas in the future, right? So thinking about growing yourself and if you are one of the fortunate uh, recent grads who is able to land yourself a job in the area that you want to uh, wanted to be in and that area of interest, then take advantage of that, right? So grow it personally, right? Whether it be your, your physical health, your mental health, your financial or your relationship health, and professionally as well, be it your communication, your your uh, social um, acumen, your, your thinking, your mindset, your execution, creativity, and leadership. So take a look at all of those different areas where you can grow. And the, the point is to grow, right? To, to actually take the time to invest the time in yourself and uh, have yourself grow because if you uh, grow yourself, let's say, at 1% every day, then over the course of the year, you grow at uh, 37% and then compound that even more, then you grow and grow and grow. And that's how you really become successful in your life. And keep in mind that you can change, right? So your interest, that area of interest you want to get into might not be the same thing after you've been doing it for seven years, for 10 years, that sort of thing, even for three years, right? So you might want to do the, the uh, kind of side hustle. You might want to switch careers and all that sort of stuff. And uh, hopefully you'll be on a career path to uh, your, your success and maybe leverage a lot of the tools that, that we mentioned in order for you to do so. So uh, that kind of ends our series on recent grads and hopefully it gives you a high level overview. So whether you were uh, a recent grad that was looking for a job or landed a job, but not necessarily in the one they wanted, or uh, for this episode, if you were a, land, a recent grad who landed a job in the area that you want to go into and, and just want to continue to grow, hopefully you'll be able to use all those things to put yourself on a path to career success. So thanks for joining and, and listening, and we'll see you in a future episode. Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. Feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Bye.